0: You are listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Wednesday show for you. Joey season is underway. Filming began last night at the mansion. Talk a little bit about that. Obviously, no spoilers just yet. There is a wild-ass story going on involving Clayton and an ex-girlfriend. There's so much I want to say, but yet there's so really little We can't even say because the story is so fucking bizarre. Another crazy story and an almost tragic one involving two guys from Bachelor in Paradise that were on charity season. Uh, A TikTok trend that again, not because I'm older, I just, I don't even know the origin of this. I don't know where it started and I'm already sick of it. And a new, uh, a season two of a very popular reality show just began filming, and I think there's going to be someone in Bachelor Nation on it. I just don't know who. There are rumors, though. We'll get to all that momentarily. So last night at the mansion began Joey's season of The Bachelor. As I'm recording this, they're probably in limo entrances right now. I'm recording this at 1040 Central Time, which is 840 Pacific, and that's probably right around the time limos are arriving. So clearly when I'm talking to you right now. I have no spoilers. I'm probably not gonna have any spoilers for a few days. There is a public group date. The first uh, date of the season uh, is a group date. I'm assuming on Thursday. It is a public date. If you have emailed the Bachelor people that has been on my uh, Twitter account, you can possibly have already been accepted to go on that date as a audience member. I don't know what they're doing. Don't know how many people are gonna be on it. But We do know that there is a public date on Thursday. There's also a public date Monday and Wednesday of next week. So keep that in mind. But they have already deleted all the women off of the Bachelor Facebook page. The ones that they put up on Saturday are already gone, and this is par for the course for them. They put them up for three days, and then when filming begins, they take them all down. However, you can see them in many places. I have them all on my highlights, on my Instagram feed. They're also are on my Instagram page. They're also all in my Instagram feed of the 32 women who are possibilities to be on a season. We know that two or three are probably going to get cut, and so keep that in mind. We won't know that until later, but they're all there, and they're all on a lot of other pages as well, so you're not going to have to look far to remember who these women are, and... As of right now, I think I'm the only site that has their first and last name and all their Instagram accounts. Maybe Bachelor Data uh, did it, too, because I was talking to Susanna that day when I was posting the women and, and giving them to her and texting her all the info. She might have put it up. I don't know if she has or not, but they're out there. And that's what we will refer to all season as we start seeing pictures show up from dates. We And again... Season starts their dates. I mean, the season starts tonight, but no pictures get out from night one at the mansion. Thursday, there'll be a public date. We have no idea if there will be pictures that get out or what happens or anything like that. So keep that in mind. And then any other public dates, we have no idea whether they get out. I remember there was some seasons where it seemed like every single public date, at least something got out of everything in L.A., even if it was public or not. Public meaning uh, the public could attend. There were some where, um, you know, take last year, last uh, season, charity season, for instance. Remember her one-on-one date with Aaron, which I initially thought was a group date and he got a night portion, but it wasn't. Her one-on-one date with Aaron Bryant, I was able to get pictures of that um, the marquee out where they ended up getting a private concert for themselves that said... Remember, it said Aaron and Charity at the time. We didn't know if it was with Aaron Schwartzman or Aaron Bryant, but we knew it was one of the two guys and we didn't know if it was a group date or or whatever. But that's what I mean. Like, there's that that I could possibly fall into or there's, hey, there was a bunch of people at the date today and they were all taking pictures and videos and everybody has it. Like, that's while it's considered a spoiler, if everybody has it, it's not really all that much of a exclusive spoiler i'm going to be giving you exclusive spoilers as soon as i get them but going into every season i just never know so we just gotta just gotta wait and and see what happens but all the girls photos are off of facebook so if you need to refer to them or you don't remember their names or what they look like they are on my instagram account and they're in my feed and they'll be there for a long time all season long to be exact all right let's talk about this clayton story real quick And I say real quick, I'll probably spend three or five minutes on it. But in terms of getting down to the bottom of it, no, nobody knows really anything. And unless Clayton does an interview, which I'm guessing he's never going to do regarding this because he's currently involved in a lawsuit, wouldn't be smart of him to do any sort of interview or talk about this. All you can do is speculate. And I don't want to speculate on something like this because it's very, very dangerous. So. The basis of the story is a woman in Scottsdale, Arizona, filed a lawsuit requesting that Clayton undergo a DNA sequencing to confirm whether he is the father of her unborn twins. She said she had a one night stand with him back in May. She's due in either February or March, and she wants him to take a paternity test. That's the basis of the story. The story is on the Sun. You could go check it out. Just Google Clayton Eckard, paternity test DNA, the Sun, and the, the article will come up. Some other outlets have decided to, you know, paraphrase that story. So you can find it. It's on us weekly as well. But the the thing that's just like I said, we can only go off what this story has presented. And Clayton has not only told the courts. He also told the reporter who reached out to him when the reporter found out about this story, that basically the story is bogus. And he's let he what he said to the courts is what his answer is. And his answer is, he's never had sex with this woman. Okay, I took sex ed. I think in sixth grade was when we first started learning about it in school. Unless I fell asleep, or unless I wasn't paying attention, if I remember correctly, outside of you know intravenous and IVF, I'm I'm talking about what we're dealing with here. Clayton says, I never had sex with this woman. This woman, who's chosen to remain anonymous, but if you look hard enough, you don't even have to look very hard. You can find out who she is. But he's claiming, never had sex with this woman. This woman is claiming, I'm pregnant with twins, and Clayton's the father, and I want him to take a paternity test to prove it. So, to me... Just based on the information that we have so far, it seems like one of them is lying because this is pretty cut and dry. This isn't, hey, he hit me. We were uh, having an argument in my house one night and he hit me, and it's a he said, she said. Now, while this is kind of technically a he said, she said, we're going to get the results to this he said, she said, because either he's the father or he's not. They will be able to tell that's what modern science will do. So my question is this, and this is only because of what the story is presenting. Clayton has said, I did not have sex with this woman. The story says there are, I guess, texts out there because this sentence says he also allegedly told her. Just that sentence right there, just those five words, I don't know what that means. What do you mean he allegedly told her on a phone conversation, in a text? Because this is just a phone conversation, and she was just relaying this to the reporter. I'm sorry, that's not good enough in this day and age. But the story goes, he allegedly also told this woman, who's claiming he is the father of twins she has in her belly right now, quote, if it ends up being my child, I have decided that either you'll take 100% custody of the child or it will be put up for adoption. I will not be raising it in any capacity. Another message Eckerd reportedly sent her included, quote, My hatred will only grow if you decide to put me through all this, and, quote, My personal hell will be having to have you be a part of my life, end quote. That is what the story says. The story is clearly coming from the woman's side. So, you don't want to immediately dismiss the woman and you can't immediately jump to everything she says is 100% correct because there are two things at work here that aren't adding up. Clayton is saying, I have never had sex with this woman. I told the courts this. I told the son this when they reached out to me for a comment about this story. But yet, apparently, allegedly, there are texts out there of him telling her, hey, if it ends up being my child, either you have to take custody of it or put it up for adoption. Now, wait a second. If he's never had sex with this woman, why would he text somebody that? Why would he tell her that? Why would you ever even say, if it ends up being my child, if you never had sex with her, it's not your child, period. End of story. So that's the part that's confusing. And the whole story is just so bizarre. There's so many twists and turns and quotes from, you know, but there's no text screenshots. I don't know. I don't know where the screenshots are. If these, are, if these quotes from Clayton to this woman are legit, all it says is alleged text messages. Well, I think you needed to confirm those, don't you, or vet those? So I don't know, but that's the basis of it. And my take on it, as a lot of people have emailed this to me, is, look, we don't know. And the thing is, if I'm in Clayton's shoes and I've never had sex with this woman and someone sues me and says, you're the father and we've never had sex, I'm running immediately to take a paternity test. What is it, just blood work? I don't, I don't know. I've never taken a paternity test before. I would be doing everything I can to prove to this woman, hey, this isn't mine. And then once the test comes back, if it comes back negative, then everything about this lawsuit is over and he could probably countersue her for running to the press with this story. That's my guess. Well, that's what I would do because he, she has soiled his name uh, by, by telling this story publicly. But that's the thing. This seems to be very black and white, you know? Either he had sex with her or he didn't. She's saying all these things. She's laid out, hey, it was a one-night stand back in May. We went and looked at houses together the next day. Like, her story sounds credible. But then he says, I never had sex with this woman. But then he says, if it ends up being my child, I've decided that either you'll take 100% custody of the child or put it up for adoption. Why would you say that to somebody you've never had sex with? So that's where I'm at with this story apparently, if you read down either further in the story, there's been this back and forth of who's going to take the paternity test and he asked her to take it and she didn't show up or she didn't take it or something, that's what made him doubt her. Whatever the case may be, apparently he is taking a paternity test in like a week or so. So we're going to have our answer. There's no need to ever talk about this story again until the paternity test is taken. If someone doesn't end up taking it or it's skipped or it's pushed back, Then I guess we just have to wait longer. But it looks like next week a paternity test will be taken and it'll be determined if this is Clayton's child or not. If it's not, he's out of this and it's not a story anymore. And then you have to go by, why did this woman run to the press and say all this stuff? And if it is his, well, he's going to have to take care of it, you know, obviously. Even if he doesn't want to be in a relationship with this woman, he now will have a child on the way. Actually, two of them, because she said she's pregnant with twins. So he's going to have to take responsibility for that. But the whole story, if you go read it, it's got so many winding roads to it and twists and turns. It is just one of the most bizarre things I've ever read, to be honest with you. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. But let's not, you know, absolutely slam Clayton right now and let's not absolutely slam this woman right now. We don't know what's true because in that story, you have literally conflicting reports. So let's wait. The paternity test looks like it's happening next week. Once that is settled, we'll get our answer, and then we can discuss it again. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about DoorDash, especially their grocery delivery. You burnt your last piece of toast? Your avocado's gone bad? Hot sauce bottle empty? (laughs) Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted them to deliver your favorite restaurant foods, right? Now you can get grocery delivery from DoorDash that actually delivers as well. You get thousands of grocery stores to choose from. You'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. For me... This has definitely helped. It helped when I was on my scooter, but it also helps in general because, yes, I do get lazy sometimes. We all get lazy sometimes. And one of the biggest beatings in the world is going to the grocery store because sometimes when you go to the grocery store, you buy way more than you went out for. At least when you're on DoorDash and looking at the app, you're probably only going to pick what you need because it's just this sense of walking down the aisle and seeing something that looks tasty in the moment and then you buy it and you bring it home and it sits there for a week and you end up throwing it out. When you're on the DoorDash app, you're probably not going to be as enticed to overbuy. So that's why it's a great thing to get your groceries through DoorDash. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code Reality at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Reality Steve. Don't forget, that's code Reality Steve for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Also, podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve50. Use code realitysteve50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve50. Use code realitysteve50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. Green Chef the number one meal kit for eating well. So I'm sure you might have seen this story. Dave Neal covered it. It kind of made the rounds. Very, very almost tragic story involving Aaron Schwartzman and Braden Bowers from Charity Season, who are both going to be on Bachelor in Paradise when it starts next Thursday. They were out at sea in San Diego fishing on a boat. Aaron had just bought a boat. They were out fishing with three other friends. There were five of them, and the boat capsized, literally started sinking, and they were out 15 miles offshore in San Diego. And thank God they were rescued uh, by someone who happened to see them, brought them, was able to rescue them, and they're fine now, but both of them have talked about it on their Instagram stories. You know, when we've heard stuff like this, when when we've heard of boats sinking, involving not even just bachelor people or anybody. You hear a story about a boat sinking 15 miles off the coast. Um, Usually that doesn't end up well at all. So I don't want to say it's a miracle because there are people that have been rescued and Aaron is a fireman. He did say your fireman instincts kind of kick in at that point. So you kind of know what you need to do in a certain situation like that. And I'm sure That definitely helped the others. I don't know how many of the others were firemen. Obviously, Braden isn't, but I don't know if the other three were or two of them were or one of them were or none of them were. But just being in that situation, you know, thank God everything worked out well for those two because, uh, God, you wouldn't even want to cover a story like that. But that's on their Instagram stories if you want to hear them just even mention it. I'm sure they'll go into detail. It's online. You can find it as well if you Google Aaron Schwartzman and – rescued San Diego, something like that. You will find it and you will see his quotes, uh, what he talked about uh, going through that harrowing ordeal because, oh my gosh, I couldn't even imagine. Like, you talk about it with your friends, you know, what's one of the worst ways to go out? I think drowning would be absolutely one of the worst. I wouldn't even, I don't even want to think about it. Not that I'm, you know, scared of the water. I just haven't done anything much in my life that involved boats. I've been on boats before, but I can't say I've been on... I could probably count on one hand how many times I've been on a boat. And I'm not talking about a big boat. I'm not talking about like a cruise-sized boat, which I've never been on a cruise. But just a boat that you ride around in on a lake. I, I, Less than five in my life. And not because I think I'm going to fall in or the boat's going to sink or something like that. I just... My lifestyle hasn't been conducive to going on boats. I don't know anybody who owns a boat. So um, it just wasn't part of my life, you know, isn't still to this day. But when I talk, you know, you talk about what are some of the worst things of how you could go out of this world. I think drowning would be one of them. At least for me, it would be just because of that, that feeling of helplessness. I mean, just Looking up at the top of the water, and you can't do anything about it. I mean, granted, you'll probably go pretty quick. You'll be unconscious fairly quickly, but ugh. anyway, sorry, but put that thought in people's heads. But Aaron and Braden, uh, glad that they have made it out, and just kudos to the person who was able to rescue them and was able to see them and and go help. There are a lot of TikTok trends out there, and since TikTok became popular basically took off during the pandemic, right? That's when we can all agree that TikTok became a major part of our lives. And during the pandemic, it was mostly just people dancing. Now, TikTok is where I get a lot of information. You know, I tell you all the time about on my For You page, I'm getting spoiled on Big Brother left and right, just trying to look for things on my scrolling on TikTok. But the other thing is, there's always a lot of trends that pop up, whether it's dance trends or... Uh, what's what's the one that I actually think is kind of funny? Um, <laughs> it's the one where the girlfriends text their boyfriends quotes from a song, and I'm trying to remember what's the, what's the most recent one with the song. And you just send that you just start re, you just start um, writing the lyrics to the song to your boyfriend, and then most of the time the guys are like, "Oh, hungry eyes" from Dirty Dancing you just um, <laughs> you just start writing the lyrics. You know, you just send them a text and say, I'm meaning to tell you I've got this feeling that won't subside. And then, <laughs> you know, you, people are recording this on their phone and sending it and using it as a video with the Hungry Eyes music in the background. And they're showing the boyfriend or husband's response to it. It's just funny because sometimes the husbands are like, babe, what are you talking about? Huh? Where's this coming from? Uh, I remember Kat did this to me, and I can't remember. It wasn't a song, but it was one of those TikTok trends she tried to do to me back in 2020, and I didn't fall for it. I just want to put that out there. Um, I think it was her just rambling. She was supposed to be telling me everything about her day, but I never even asked anything. She just started telling me about stuff that I, this morning I did this, and then I cleaned out my closet, and then for lunch I went here, and I'm just sitting there like, And I didn't really, and then I caught on. I was like, is this some sort of TikTok trend? But anyway, the latest one I saw was the Hungry Eyes one. And then, you know, I look at you and I fantasize your mind tonight. And the husband's probably getting all horned up. Now I've got you in my sights with these hungry eyes. And and then I think he catches on. Most, Most of the guys do. Or they say, is this a song or something? And they haven't heard of it. But the other one going on right now is... Asking your significant other what they think of the Roman Empire? What am I missing here? Why is this a thing? Or is it just, yeah, this is TikTok, Steve. Stupid trends. I don't know. what. Why, where did the Roman Empire thing come from? Did it come from a TV show and it's now just caught on and people are doing it on TikTok? Like, did somebody ask their significant other in a TV show about this or... Why is asking your significant other about what they think, how often do you think of the Roman Empire, why is that a thing? It's really bothering me. Can we stop it? I'd, I'd rather get duped by song lyrics than be asked, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? That just seems also kind of dumb because I'm guessing unless you're a history teacher, you probably never think about it. So everybody's answer is kind of going to be the same, isn't it? Aren't you all going to say, never? Because that would be my answer. If I had a significant other right now, and they sent me that, and they were playing this TikTok game with me, trying to fool me or whatever. If I got a text that said, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Out of the blue. And I'm saying before I knew about the trend. I'm answering this honestly. Before I knew about the trend, my answer would be, never. And I'd just leave it at that. (laughs) Just... I wouldn't even probably ask, why are you asking me this? I would just say never because so that's why I don't understand the trend, because I'm guessing most people would say never the Roman Empire. Why in 2023 is anyone thinking about this? So anyway, uh, one final thing here. Traders season two. Remember, that was on Peacock. It was a great first season. It was won by Ceri Field. She did an excellent job, and now she's working her magic in the Big Brother house. But. Trader season 2 apparently the cast left yesterday and there is a uh, there's a a person who covers a lot of the cast and breaks a lot of the cast in the Challenge World and some other reality shows for MTV like All Star Shore and stuff like that. I think it's um let me pull up their uh let me pull up their uh Challenge T MTV. They put out yesterday Uh, They said filming begins this week on Traders U.S. season two, and they have nine names. They still think there's going to be about 18 to 24 people are going to be on the cast, but they have nine names out there. None of them are from Bachelor Nation, but I'm hearing at least one or two are supposed to be going. I just haven't heard any names. I've just heard Bachelor Nation people will be on it. And it's not far fetched to think because Ari was on it last season. So there's rumors about Hannah Brown. Again, I have no idea if these rumors are true, but when I heard that yesterday, I saw she put out a giant Instagram story. Now, it could have been already pre-recorded. I don't know. I wasn't listening to it. I didn't have the sound on, but it looked like it was in real time, but easily could have been something that was a scheduled post or something. And maybe she will do scheduled posts throughout the time if she happens to be on the show. But just know season two of The Traders has begun filming or they cast left, I believe, yesterday. And there will be someone, if not multiple people from Bachelor Nation that are on it. This Twitter account, Challenge TMTV, has said that of the names that they put out there, CT is going to be on it. Bananas is going to be on it. I mean, these Bananas is on every fucking show. It's unbelievable. Uh, Beth from The Real World and The Challenge. Uh, who's this? Uh, Bergie Bergerson from Love Island. CT. Dan Geesling from Big Brother. Janelle from Big Brother, An Amazing Race. Bananas. Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House. Mercedes Javid from Shaws of Sunset. Tamara Judge from Real Housewives. Trishelle from the real world and the challenge we all remember her and then I think one other one that's the names that they released that they believe uh, based on what they've heard Um, they said someone asked this is just part of the cast right and they responded yes we have nine and the cast is around 20 to 24 cast members so clearly there's more coming and no it would not surprise me in the least bit but does anybody, know? Does anybody know who from the Bachelor Nation is going to be on season two of the Traders? Because it certainly looks like it's happening. If you know, hey, hit me up. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. Keep it on my socials as Joey's season has begun filming. Now, today is an off day. They ended, by the time you're listening to this, is right around the time they'll probably be ending the first rose ceremony. And then Wednesday, today, is the day that all the women move from the hotel that they were staying at uh, before filming started into the mansion, and then dates begin tomorrow. We know tomorrow's a public date, so maybe something will get out. But uh, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, so check that out. Again, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow.